Welcome to Total Wine and More. I want something fun in the sun. You'll love this sparkling wine. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. I would like to thank you guys for listening to the Intro Dallas podcast on today. Today's show features uh, news and updates from Cardi B and Offset's divorce. We're talking about uh, LeBron James and the L.A. Sheriff uh, challenge. We're sitting down and we're talking with recording artist Mark Mathis, and we're talking about 50 Cent, how he's pretty much taking over TV. <laughs> in the meantime, in between time, let's get to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks again for listening to the Intro Dallas podcast. This is the news section where we kind of keep you up to date with what's going on. Uh, Let's talk about LeBron James and the L.A. County Sheriff, Mr. Alex Villanueva. I hope I'm saying the name right, but I really don't care because I don't like what he's doing. Uh, Villanueva has challenged... A Lakers star LeBron James to match the reward for the gunman who wounded uh, two LA County Sheriff deputies. Uh, Villanueva said the reward money reached $175,000 through the contribution donations from the county totaling $100,000 and two private donors that came up with $75,000. And this is how uh, this whole challenge went. I think it's a bunch of bull, but the challenge is to LeBron James. I want you to match and double, match and double that reward, Villanueva said on KABC's radio, uh, the John Phillips show. I know you care about law enforcement. You expressed a very interesting statement about your perspective on race relations and on officer-involved shootings and the impact <coughs> that it has on, Afri- on the African-American community. Uh, I appreciate that, but likewise, we need to appreciate that respect for life as it goes across all professions. Of course, uh, we know LeBron has been very vocal about all of these police shootings, ranging from George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and most recently, the shooting of Mr. Jacob Blake. Well, Villanova concludes with, let's see what he does, adding, I'd be curious to see if he does anything at all. Off the top, this is me talking. It's not LeBron's job to match the match and double money to 
find a killer for police officers, although it was wrong and it should not have been done in the first place. No one's matching money to persecute the people who are killing these unarmed black people. No one is trying to match funds to get the police officers that just basically bust into Breonna Taylor's home and shot her. No, that we're not matching money for that justice. So why are we being called out or why is LeBron being called out to match to uh, find the person who wounded or shot the police officers? I don't know for sure what their health situation is. Hopefully they're alive. We don't want nobody dead. But at the same time, we don't want this bullshit where you're trying to now put us in a situation to where if we do want to match then it makes us look away. But if if we don't, then in your eyes, it makes us look another way. Because let's go back to what he concluded on his statement with the radio show. He said, let's see what he does. Adding, I'd be curious to see if he res- what his response is, if any. If I was LeBron, I wouldn't even have a response. Let me say it again. If I was LeBron James, I wouldn't have a response to what this man is trying to put me out to do because again, no one is um, setting up reward money to pursue and persecute the police officers that killed George Floyd. No one is putting money up to uh, convict the people who killed Breonna Taylor. Um, let's go way, way, whenever this stuff first started with Tra- Trayvon Martin, no, nobody's putting up money to convict these people or to find out what really happened. So why should we be put in the situation now? Or not even we, but why should LeBron be put in a situation now to where we want to see if he's going to put up money to help find somebody that kills somebody? Or shot somebody. I'm not going to say kill because, again, I don't know what the health status is of the police officers. But let me say this. My disclaimer, I am not for violence. I hope they are not dead. And I hope the person that done it will be caught and whatever has to happen, happen. But it's not LeBron's. uh, It's not his job to match money to make sure it happens. If you all were able to raise. Let me see. $175,000, that's it. We shouldn't be trying to look at other people to double the money because we feel like if the money is double, people will come forth or whatever. But uh, also, let's let's talk about the fact that um, the queen, Miss Vanessa Bryant, is firing back at the sheriff uh, after he challenged uh, LeBron to match the reward money. Uh, Bryant posted in a series of screenshots, tweets, and articles to her Instagram, uh, blasting Villanova and calling out his department for the graphic photos that were leaked after the tragic helicopter crash that killed her husband and her daughter and seven others back in January. Uh, She even shared a few tweets from... uh, Ellen Marie, I hope I'm saying that name right, who questioned the validity of the comments that Valenuva made to reporters on Monday regarding the criminal justice system. Uh, The California-based crime reporter, Stephanie 
Dazino. I hope I said your name right. Share the video clip of Villanova urging athletes, uh, elected officials, and civil rights, uh, civil leaders, I'm sorry, civil leaders to stress the importance of having trust in the criminal justice system rather than fanning the flames of a hatred. Uh, in a quote, Ellen Marie asked, how can he talk about trusting the system? His sheriff department could not be trusted to secure Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash scene. And deputies took and, and shared photos of the crash victims, uh, and which is why Vanessa Bryant is suing them. So my question becomes this. You want us to trust what you are doing. You want us to trust the criminal system. But the criminal system failed Vanessa Bryant. Like really, really sincerely fail Vanessa Bryant by letting those pictures leak out. This this is something that we should have never seen besides what was on TV. So anything beside that that we were able to see, clearly it's your fault, homie. So yeah, the validity of of the police officer of or that justice department there is not the best because you already messed up with those pictures but now you want to come back and you want to get at lebron to double that money to find the police to find the person that shot um the two officers in your county again we understand it's not fair but and this is just my opinion <laughs> this is one man behind a mic it's my opinion basically and i feel like it's a bunch of bull. Um, hopefully LeBron don't really jump at this. I don't think he will because just seeing how he's moving and shaking with everything, he's not going to do that. But um, I want to know what you think. Hit me up. Uh, you can hear this up on Facebook at The Intro Dallas. Make sure I'm giving you all the right information to hit us up because I don't want to uh, not get you guys but you can hit us up on facebook at the intro dallas you can hit us up on instagram at uh smg officially and on twitter at smg officially let us know what you think how do you feel do you think lebron needs a match do you think this guy is wrong holla at your boy let me know as a matter of fact you can send a voice message through if you're listening on the anchor app there is a feature where you can click send a message. You can send a voice message to be featured on our next show. Let's go. Hey, y'all do me a favor. Go to www.ilovethespotlight.com to find out about the Cheryl Underwood radio show uh, Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock Central Standard Time. And Inspirations with Carmina, our gospel show, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Say it ain't so. Please, just say it ain't so. But according to all the media that I've been reading, it is. Let's dig into it. Cardi B has filed paperwork in the Georgia's Fulton uh, County Superior Court to divorce her husband, Migo rapper Offset. The hearing for their divorce, which is contested, is set for November 4th, 2020 at 10.30 a.m. The two superstars were secretly wedded in 2017 and went public with their marriage uh, in that year. They share one daughter, the beautiful culture, everybody knows. You know, she's uh, two years old right now. 
According to being Offset went through a rough patch after getting hitched when rumors of Offset cheating surfaced. Uh, they reconciled and bought a huge mansion in Atlanta at the end of 2019. More details to come. Um, you know, at first I was uh, thinking to myself, maybe this is just something for the headlines, whatever. But whenever you see it on every single major media post from TMZ to Glad to BET and all the other places, that's to be true. So I want to know what you guys think about this situation um how, how do you feel do you want them to divorce do you want them to reconcile again uh if you were in a situation like this what would you do i'll let your boy hey what's up everybody it's your boy taz if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain number one it's free Number two, they're creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do me a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Nothing feels more like summer than bare feet on freshly cut grass. And this Memorial Day, the Home Depot has savings on all the things you need to get your lawn in shoeless shape. Get hassle-free cutting, trimming, and cleaning power with cordless lawn tools from RYOBI. Whatever your lawn needs, we have tools to get the job done that won't leave you tangled up. So what are you waiting for? It's time to feel the grass between your toes. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz, and you are watching us. Three, two, one. Yeah, we're good. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz, and you are watching uh, the Intro Dallas podcast, or you're listening on the show, Underwood Radio Show, or you're watching us on our YouTube page, whichever. I'm excited to be here today. Uh, it's been a long time coming, but I am uh, happy to bring to you guys one of my favorite singers in Dallas, uh, one and only Mr. Mark Mathis. What's up, bro? What's up, man? Pleasure, pleasure. Everything is everything, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, first and foremost, I'm excited because um, since I met you a couple months ago, you have had me in this this trance, like whenever you sing, like it does something to me. Thank you. How long have you actually been singing? Um, my earliest mem memory of singing publicly, like, I start. I start singing in church. Of course, I was raised in the church. My mom and dad were pastors, so my earliest memory of singing in church was at five years old. It was after my mom had given a sermon, and so I told her earlier that day I wanted to sing in church. She was like, "Surprised? Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm serious. I'm gonna sing." Yeah. And uh, so I prepared all day, man, and song, and uh, so that night she gave me an opportunity to sing, and, and just ever since, man, I've just been in love with singing, and of course, singing in church is always it. it uh, ignited that passion, yeah. you know, as far as the soul and the energy that, it, that comes behind gospel music. Yeah, it's, it's always been embedded in me, man. So, yeah, that's where it happened right there, five years old. I know um, after the first time I heard you sing and I posted a uh, part of you singing Dunny Hathaway, uh, I captioned it, if you want to get into the anointed place, if you want to yeah. get romance, yeah. this is the voice that you need because, like, you can do both, man. Yeah. Um, with music, 
um, with your music, whether it's cover music or your own personal music, for every performance, what is it that you want your audience to take away from a Mark Mathis experience? For me, it's about connecting with people and singing from a place of conviction where they can feel um, the same passion about the music that I feel. So mm -hmm. I want to convey the feeling that I get when I sing because when I sing, it's like an out-of-body experience. You talk to a lot of musicians that have that, that euphoria when you get into that mode of performing or singing and, and exercising that gift that God yeah. has given you that, you know, it, it elevates your mind and it elevates you above uh, anything that you may be going through, issues or whatever. So I want to, in those moments where people are getting experience uh, from a show or uh, listening to me sing, to feel that same elevation, that same euphoria that I feel. Right. So I try to give it everything I got. I don't care if I'm singing to one person or 1,000 people right. or 100,000 people. I'm going to give that same energy, that same passion. So you don't, nobody's cheating, yeah. you know, uh, from the experience that I, I get to experience. Yeah. You know I mean? So I feel like if, if you can feel it, if it, if it moves you, it, it'll definitely move someone yeah. else. Who are some of the artists that you grew up on or even that you study now that helped shape all of this? Um, growing up in church, of course, I, I, had, I had an opportunity to study, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the, the great male vocalists like John Key and uh, Fred Hamlin. Commission was one of our favorite groups, me and my brothers sang together, so we, we did a lot of their, their music. Uh, the Winans, um, Rance Allen, Al Green, Sam Cooke. Uh, it goes as far back as the Soul Stirs for me, because my mom, Mighty Cosby Joe, my mom, you know, they had a lot of uh, those 45s with those old gospel yes. records. Um, but as far as R&B, you know, Donny Hathaway, Marvin uh, uh, Gaye, Teddy P, those soul singers, man, that, that brought that passion to, the, to right. the record, that when you listen to the music 20, 30 years later, you still feel yes. the same passion, you know what I'm saying, uh, in those records. So those are the people that I... We had an opportunity to say sports for males, females. It's just the greatest man, Aretha Franklin, yes, um, Whitney Houston, those people that that made an imprint on the whole culture. Of music. Yes, you know, those are the voices that I, I I like to listen to and study to get, you know, what is that that nuance that that special it factor that they yes. have and draw from that. Not necessarily try to be that or become that, but to try to draw from that energy yes. and infuse it into what I have and what God has given me, man. And, and that's what has made, basically made the singer that I am. I know, um, and I know we were talking, <coughs> disclaimer, yes, I'm coughing, no, it's not COVID. So <laughs> I want y'all to be like, oh, you you heard this man's vocals. No, I'm not. Um, good. As I was talking to you on yesterday, one of my, my most memorable uh, performances um, that you've done was actually right here, uh, whenever you've done uh, the Stand By Me. Yeah. And even in that, like, you took a song that everybody know, right. but you literally made it your own. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'm a shout out wifey because she in the house. Yeah. Your impromptu background singers that night. Um, although it started out with two people, which was your wife and Tony, ended right. up like the whole entire house was filled with music. Yeah, but as I said, like you made that song your own. Mm -hmm. um, what is your takeaway from cover music when you do it to Basically saying, okay, this is Sam Cooke or this is uh, Music Soul Child, but now this is Mark. Right. Well, but first of all, when you're approaching cover music, I want to respect the artist. So mm -hmm. you know, I don't, want, I don't want to change the, the foundation of the song. I want to try to stay in the foundation. But 
However, I, I do like to infuse myself into the song. So when people hear the song, they're getting me as well as the, the greatness of what the record is. You mm -hmm. know, because a great record is a great record no matter who sings it. Mm -hmm. sing it. But when I engage a song, and I want to I make sure that I, you know, I'm fully engaged in it with my uh, ability and my take on it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a person acting a part. You have to make that part your own. It, it, yes. it doesn't matter if it's a, a remake of a play or you're, you're, you're redoing a play. You want to take that part and make it your own. So it's the same uh, thought process when you're covering a song. Mm -hmm. You want to take that song and, and totally engage it. And that's when it, it really just kind of becomes, well, your sound is kind of molds it to right. uh, 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 something where people can hear the record, but then get your perspective of it. Great transition. Let's yeah. talk about plays because I just learned this yesterday. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know about the acting side of Mark yeah. Mathis until we spoke on yesterday. Mm. Where does that that part come come in now with who okay. you are? I, I since I was really young, I had a a, a, a love for stage, and so um, growing up in school, we did stage plays a lot. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I was actually talking to some uh, old classmates the other day, and they were like, why were you always the one that's getting those those lead parts? Mm -hmm. I was like, because I wanted it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was just always something in me that, that was intrigued by stage and, you know, the acting, they didn't want to be the center of attention, you know what I'm saying? So those, that was an opportunity to do that, so hell, I went for it. Yeah. And uh, so I, you know, acted a lot, you know, and, and at a younger age, but as an adult, I uh, actually got back into doing some acting around <clears throat> 2008, 2009. I did a stage play called When All Hell Breaks Loose, and then I did another production when I moved out here to Dallas. Uh, I think it was called The Church Picnic, and then from that, I had an opportunity to do a movie that was called The Becoming. Mm -hmm. So it was a really cool opportunity, and I got a couple of projects on the table uh, right now as soon as this pandemic uh, uh, moves to another area where we can get out and do yes. things, you know. Hopefully we can get back on it, the, those projects. But yeah, man, that's how... Uh, and for me, it's always been like... A, um, hand in hand, acting and the singing. Yes, you know it's it, it's just it's a part of my character. It's a part of um, my personality. You know, uh, it translates on stage. You know, mm -hmm. people like that's why you see the success of like Tyler Perry plays, and he you know he reaches into the community, and uh, it's people that have those those dual abilities, acting ability and singing ability. Yes. So, you know, you can project and you have that personality and it's popping. So, yeah, that's just always been a part of my personality, man. And I love it. What would be, and you all know me, so I'm country, so if I need one, I'm going to take one. <laughs> Shout out to Halls. If y'all need somebody to endorse your product, praise the Lord when you do it. What would be a role that you would love to play on a big screen? Mm. Um, any any uh, role that does uh, that that the character is um, giving a message that reaches uh, our culture right now, our era, uh, this moment, the things that we're facing, uh, social uh, just injustices mm -hmm. or anything that will infuse energy into our children as far as um, uh, productive uh, or influential characters that can give them a shine a light on us being able to accomplish anything. Yes. I want to do positive characters. I want to do something that's powerful, you know, something meaningful. So I, I feel like that that's something that I could do. Um, comedy is easy, you know what I'm saying, because I'm just a naturally funny person. You sure are that. You are that. At the same time, I do have a, a passion for our youth and the issues that we face currently and that are overwhelmingly uh, um, uh, a dilemma and a problem for our, for our youth in this era. So I would love to do some, some uh, parts that will exemplify strong male 
uh, a presence and you know be able to translate that energy on on, mm-hmm. on film. That that's my thing, man. I may even write something like that too. Okay. Got a lot of lot of things that I want to work on. Okay. Yeah. I know a, a while back I was talking to Kelly Gone Shop to KKS mm-hmm. and um, she uh, she duped you as if you ever want to be encouraged mm-hmm. about anything. Let's call it sex more because he is that guy that can do that for you. Yeah. Um, besides music, I know there's you wear a lot of hats. Yeah, um, you are the music artist. You're the husband. Mm-hmm. You're the father. Mm-hmm. You're the 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 give back project. Yeah. Um, where where did the give back project come from? Okay, so uh, my family has always has always been in. Uh, the philanthropy, uh, giving, uh, you know, missionaries, uh, that, that runs in our family. Um, we have a lot of preachers, pastors, and bishops, so growing up in church, you know, with my family, we've always been a part of the uh, group of people that were giving, you know, visiting nursing homes or going out on the streets and feeding people, um, the food pantries, those things. So that those things had a huge influence on me growing up in that even as an adult so mm-hmm. naturally instinctively I have a heart to give to people it's something that just kind of uh, stuck with me so one Christmas about three years ago it'll be three years this Christmas that I was even with my family we have a really large family so we were having um, dinners probably once a month or mm-hmm. once a month, something my grandmother wanted us to continue so I'm, man you know what I miss those yeah. Sunday dinners where I don't care what the family is going through from Monday yeah. to whatever. On Absolutely. Sunday, we just forget about everything and we that's just eat. It, and that's, that's the thing that we wanted to capture. My, my grandmother was adamant before she passed to that. We continue to have these dinners. Yes. So this tradition can be handed down to the next generation because this generation is so scattered. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to be distracted mm-hmm. and you lose so much time with people too. It's not even a part of your life anymore to get, get, get by and see uncle, whoever, yes. or auntie, and they don't even know who these people are anymore. Mm-hmm. So we, we try to carry this. And so in that, we were having a Christmas dinner and they were discussing when the next time we're going to come together as family. And I suggested, you know, just me, because I'm talking all the time. It's always something going on me because yeah. I got that mouth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just came out with, well, let's, instead of eating, why don't we go out and feed? Because my uncle has uh, been a bishop in, in uh, Dallas for uh, over 20 years. So I know they used to feed uh, the homeless a lot. So everybody was like, yeah, you have to get permits or whatever, you know. Nobody really knew. So mm-hmm. I said, I'll check into it. Well, I, uh, maybe a month later, that idea was just kind of rotating in my head. And one night, man, I woke up and just couldn't sleep. And I rarely have these uh, instances happen. And this, this, these, this statement just kept rolling in my head, give back, give back. And I just wrote it like, a, a, you know, dozens of times on my, in, in my journal. And uh, so at that point, I was thinking, okay, so what do I need to do? I need to check into, I, I, don't, I don't really feel comfortable doing it because mm-hmm. everything I've done has been connected with the church. And I, I want to say this, man, people that, have been in church, have been church hurting, that have walked away from their purpose or their uh, uh, what God has given them to do, called them to do. Don't allow that hurt and your relationship with the church to keep you from doing what God has purposed for you to do. Yeah. So that moment was when I had that epiphany that uh, it's like it came to me. It, it was in my mind, and he, he spoke with me, and it was like, "When have you ever needed permission?" Or validation to go and do something good for somebody. Yes. Because all this is is just a, a, a good act. Yes. You know, doing something kind for somebody else. So at that point, it's like, okay, 
I don't really need nobody. Let me just, I'll just start with my family. Took my own money, and we started putting together packages. We, we put together like 75 packages the first time we went out on a Sunday morning, me and my wife and my kids. And uh, we had sandwiches, apple, socks, and, and a bottle of water. Just wanted to do something simple, but we went out, man. And that's when it all came together, uh, that idea, because it was something that I spoke, and it's important that you, when you use your words, that you understand that you're putting, yes. uh, you're speaking your destiny. So that man, that thing you drove me in, it, in these last three years have been phenomenal. I have a lot of help from uh, uh, bishops, uh, my family, first of all, uh, my brothers and sisters, my mom, pastors and other uh, people that I know just friends that just give man and mm -hmm. we, we've been able to continue that also just partnered with some friends of ours and they brought last uh, week their whole family it's a couple I was just about to mention oh, and I saw so that on Facebook amazing, yes bro. they brought all seven of their kids and we set up tents and they cooked fresh food yes. like that changed the game completely <laughs> man and we were I know it's like 200 people we were able, able to feed wow yeah so it was amazing man and because of the pandemic uh, it really kind of put like a it made it difficult because people were so scattered. Right. But man, when we started, when he cranked that grill up and that smoke started going there, man, people yeah. just came from everywhere. Yeah. So that's where Give Back was birthed uh, out of that, that family gathering. And it has continued because of friends and support and just showing people that we're, we're out there trying to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And we definitely plan to implement more programs mm -hmm. uh, to help to benefit our, our, our communities. Yeah. You know, you just said something that you, you said it, uh, it, it, it kind of made, made me wonder how you was like whenever they start cooking and the aroma hit the neighborhood. Yeah, man. That's how it is with the family. Like, I know whenever I was a kid in Mississippi, right. we would be outside doing our own little things. Yes, but it's like whenever the food was almost done, they would it's either open up in. a window or open up a door. Time to come in. And I don't I, care what you was I, doing. I, like, it was time come, to eat. Absolutely. It's no different, man. So we're gonna you're gonna use that, yeah, right there. As as, as a matter of fact, to to change to that way we can accommodate more people mm -hmm. because man, it ain't nothing like that. Good smell, yeah. fresh food, man. Yeah, it's okay to go out and hand out packages, you know. But man, that was just a different feel, man. Yeah, and I could tell that the people were so appreciative, man. And you get a chance to spend a little time with them, give them some encouraging words. Yes. You know, um, a lot of my friends have about uh, uh, job opportunities and job uh, uh, the. The, uh, job fairs that these people don't have access to the information. Right. So you're just able to chop it up with them and, and, and let them know we're not just here to chuck you a sandwich. Like you're, we actually you're care about you. Yeah. yeah. We'll spend a little time you know, to make it nice for you. Can you um, think back to one particular time whenever you were out and whether it be an adult or a child, somebody said something that, you know, Thank you, or like, what was the initial feeling whenever you got your, your first, I really appreciate you? Right. Um, it was this guy, and actually it was just like, uh, we were just driving, we had went, it was when we first started, so we didn't really have like a central location where we were stopping and finding like big groups of them. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of feeling our way. And so we drove through over in South Dallas by right up the street, uh, one of those side streets off of Martin Luther King. And uh, there was this, this veteran that was sitting under a bridge. He was by himself, had his, you know, his stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he was sitting there, he was eating out of a can, had no socks on. So I stopped and I knew that the, the package, we had socks in the package. So I stopped and gave him the package. So when I saw him eating out of the can, I saw his, his uh, gear. I knew he was a veteran automatically though. Yeah. And that is the moment that just changed my whole mentality about it because there's so many people that didn't necessarily just 
chose choose to be there. Mm -hmm. It's just they were handed a, 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 a you know, a bad, bad hand. Mm -hmm. And so when I stopped and I gave him those, like I said, man, I appreciate it. Nobody stops to give me cold water. The water was cold. Yeah. And then I gave him those socks and he immediately took the socks out of the bag and started mm -hmm. putting them on his feet. And yeah, bro, that was a tearjerker for me. And I take my kids as well so they can know uh, um, the, 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 the uh, value of yes. things that you have and yeah. our everyday uh, luxuries and, and, and blessings to not take it for granted, not take life for granted, not take simple things like running water yes. and, and, you know, soap and tissue, you know, just a toothbrush and toothpaste, yeah. you know what I mean? We try to take those things out as well. So we want to make sure I take those, them out there to see that same thing. Those That was another thing for me to see my kids have that experience and, and they be in tears now. Yeah, yeah. Huge for me, yeah. bro. So, yeah, it's been a wonderful experience, and I try to make sure that I engage my friends, that if they want to bring their kids, open up the door for them to bring yes. their kids to come out and serve as well, man, because it is definitely, that, that's a life changer for yeah. me, man. And it just keeps driving me. Yeah. That's my driving force. So, most simple thing, because I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm smelling food right now, y'all. Yeah. I'm smelling a lot of food. Um, you are, like, like I say, you're a father, you're a music artist, you're a philanthropist, you have a daily job. Yeah. How do you successfully balance all of this? Because you know, a lot of uh, a lot of couples have that 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 knocking of head because yeah. whatever. Yeah. But you you balance your time pretty well. How how do you do it successfully? It is is a daily battle to juggle all of these things and to wear all these hats. It's it's not easy. Trust because when you're driven for purpose and you know you have things that you are, you're, you're already involved in, but you want to accomplish other things, mm -hmm. then you have to continue to pursue knowledge. So in pursuing knowledge, you have to get involved in other programs. Yes. Learning programs. So I'm back on school online right now to gain this, 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 this knowledge that I need to go to the next level. Mm -hmm. How I do it is just basically, man, trying to pay, trying to pay attention to every uh, thing that I have and try to eliminate as much procrastination as possible. No. You know, because it, you just, you know, with the, with my children, with my my my, my marriage, and, and uh, the music, and my job, and my family, and all of those things, it everything needs a certain amount of attention, mm -hmm. and I just try to keep uh, keep my eye on everything, man, to make sure I nourish each part and give it as much as I possibly mm -hmm. can. Sometimes one part may be lacking. You have to make sure that you you know pay attention. Yes, to all of your 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 eyes that's in the fire. Yes, so you keep. You know, you nurture every part, every plant that's growing. You want to make sure you nurture every plant. So that's my everyday. I make sure I keep a mental note of what I've done throughout that day, whatever I've, what I've spent my time with, to make sure I hadn't spent enough time with this particular thing. Mm -hmm. well, tomorrow, I'll, I'll make sure I spend some more time with that yeah. and try to spread my time out evenly. Again, it's not easy, man. So I try to study or read books on time management yes. and uh, get into those studies and the psychology of it because it helps me to manage myself. It's all about self first, man. Yes. It's a lot of people want to be busy, they want to be involved in things, but man, it is a serious uh, uh, challenge yes. to actually get into those things, to finish, to get to the finish line, yes. and the effort and the time that it takes to get into it. So it's important yes. to to manage self first. So that's that's the key for me is managing myself mm -hmm. and just working on me and, and making sure I pay attention to all the details. Try not to miss nothing, bro. You have a lot going on, bro. Yeah. And then he still has time to talk to the little yeah, people like me. I promise y'all one thing. Uh, I love this guy. Uh, for those of you who, who know or who don't know, whatever, I, yeah. I, I've been down uh, sick for a little while, but I promise you not a day go by that uh, 
I get text messages. He even cussed me out because I ain't letting yeah. him know something, something's wrong with me. Yeah. Uh, so I appreciate you for caring in that 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 manner. Of course, I wanted to talk about the music, but I wanted to cover everything else yes, that sir. you do. Shout out to wifey. Yeah. Uh, with her beautiful self, she can sing, she can cook, she can yeah. tap dance, she can do ballet, she can do everything. <laughs> um, I can't go without you giving me like something. So whatever you feel, just give. Oh, so give them some teaser, my fans, bro. Okay. Um, can, can you kill us, uh, uh, Alexa for me, babe? Hey sis, babe, babe. Yes. Can you kill Alexa for me? Can you uh, stop Alexa? Stop like Alexa for me, real quick. Uh, let me see. Okay. Um, okay. Um, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch Once I get them, y'all understand why. Where can our, our watchers, our listeners, mm-hmm. what can they find out more information about you, bro? So I'm on uh, Facebook, of course, Mark Mathis. Uh, you find me on Instagram as well, Mark Mathis1977. Um, and also just continue to follow those pages, and we'll be giving out information on EP. I'm starting to record this week on uh, single and, and, and yes, and the sir. So I'm so excited about that. Please keep looking out, look out for. Future performances on my page, but Mark Mathis, Mark Mathis on Facebook, Mark, Mark Mathis nineteen seventy seven on Instagram. Yes, and you know, stay in touch with us. And if, for all of your musical needs, you can always uh, inbox me. My information is right there. And uh, we 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 do weddings, we do uh, anniversary parties. Yes, we come and just sing for encouragement, whatever you need. But we're excited about putting out some new music for the first time in about ten years. So. Y'all look forward to that. I'm excited about it. Everybody, it's your boy Taz. You're watching the Intro Dallas Podcast. You're listening to the Intro Dallas Podcast. On John with my brother, uh, Mr. Mark Mathis. Hey, thank you guys. Uh, go to every website. We have, if you're watching video, we have everything streaming somewhere down there. Uh, so y'all know what's going on. But thank you once again. Bro, I appreciate you. Thank you, bro. I'll let you. Yes, sir. It's your boy Taz. Thank y'all. We'll be right back. All right. Yes, sir. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. In case you missed it. <laughs> and we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. Hey, the phone lines are open to you. one 855 What's that number, Courtney Black? 1-855-743-7951. sure one You call in and uh, I got to shout out Tyrone Dubois because he's getting a lot of questions because he's our R&B historian. Really, he's our music historian for all things show on the radio. Also, people are really we're loving good. that we're Doc good. is healing mm-hmm. on the ones and twos. Yeah, yeah. They love show on the radio news uh, with Civil Wilkes on all of our 
content producer under the Charlotte Underwood Radio banner. Uh, so uh, if you got a question for Tyrone Dubois, history question, you can email us at email us at charlotteunderwoodradio.com. And remember, I am doing promotion for the talk start of season 11. So uh, we're scheduling our affiliate interviews for next week. Mm-hmm. So all of our affiliates to Charlotte Underwood Radio, email us at email us at charlotteunderwoodradio.com. We will have all of our housekeeping uh, and necessities in the September Charlottewood Radio newsletter. So we want you to have that. And uh, let me see. Let me see. I think it is time for our Charlottewood Radio Business Blast. This Business Blast is from our affiliate WJHP Broadcasting Independence, Missouri. We are shouting out UALE. Let me see. Let me see. We're shouting out UALE uh, dot com and that's Urban America Lives for Entertainment Texas. Mm. And, and they want everyone to think about Black Wall Street of yesterday. Where our okay. Our people had everything they needed mm-hmm. and everything they were interested in at their fingertips. The time is now. U-A-L-E dot com. Nice. That is a good business blast mm-hmm. shout out because the world does not really know or remember or understand Black Wall Street. Thank you to our affiliate WJHP Broadcasting out of Independence, Missouri for our Sherlinwood Radio Business Blast. Hey, don't forget, if you have a business blast, you're one of our affiliates, and you want us to shout out one of your advertisers because we want to strengthen small business because that's where the jobs come from. We love corporations, but we want to shout out small businesses. Email us at email us at shellunderwoodradio.com. This is for our affiliates. A business, a local business, we want to show that we are not just affiliate-friendly radio, but we are small business-friendly radio. And if you ever miss anything that we produce under the show, Shell Underwood Radio banner. Get the World According to Show, the podcast of Shell Underwood Radio, so you can take Shell Underwood Radio with you wherever you go, and you can hear these shout outs again. Am I right, Kyle Irby? Absolutely. And I want y'all to do it. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. And I, I was muted because I had some noise in my background. Okay. And okay. I want y'all to make sure y'all checking out that podcast because it is growing and your friends are listening, so you need to be listening too. Uh-huh. Absolutely. We we have archived versions of Sherlock Will Radio. We have the, the uh, uh, terrestrial, all of the things that we produce, but then you can hear it again because some people want their radio to be more portable. But we mm. also have relationship discussions. And uh, not only do the ladies really like the relationship discussions, but the fellas are learning so much about how women think and how they can get their woman to do things that they want them to do. And that's the world mm-hmm. according to Cheryl, the yes, podcast yes, of yes, Cheryl Underwood Radio. Hey, when we come back, man, we got a lot of entertainment to discuss. We got Courtney Black's Facts. And Courtney Black's Facts are sponsored by the Hollywood Diet. Uh, been helping people lose weight since 1996. Be right back after this break. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Thank you once again for listening to the Intro Dallas podcast. This section of the show is just called Spotlight on the Screen, where we talk about what's happening in your TV shows, what's happening on movie screens. Well, right now, TV screens, because movies ain't doing too much of nothing. Shout out to uh, COVID for ruining that. But let's talk about 50 Cent. Well, we all know 50 Cent is being one of the most decorated uh, and highest selling rappers in music history. Uh, There's 
there's so much more to him than just what we hear in music. A 50 Cent is a very sought-after business guy when it comes to TV and film. Um, we all know him by the uh, June 7, 2014 show Power, which he uh, executively produced with Miss Courtney Kemp. And it was also one of the star's most highly rated shows and one of cable most watched shows during its run. The story of uh, James Ghost St. Patrick, Tommy Egan, Tasha St. Patrick, and Angela Valdez made Power a must-see TV show on Sunday nights. I'm not going to lie. It was a must-see on Sunday morning at 12 o'clock a.m. I would literally leave the club in time to either get into my vehicle to watch it on the Stars app or to make it to the house so that I can lay down and watch Power. Uh, Say this, Power was a really, really dope show. To me, it started off as soft porn, but who cares? I love porn anyway. Oop, did I say that on the radio? (laughs) I did. Anyway, (laughs) Power, like I say, was one of the most sought-after shows on Stars uh, network every Sunday. After the success of Power, um, 50 signed a new four-year exclusive deal with stars worth $150 million. Under the, agree- under the agreement, uh, 50 would continue to develop new scripted and unscripted projects exclusively for the cable network through his G-Unit film and television production company. He also has deals in place with ABC, Lionsgate, and Quibi. Tell you guys what's up. In other words, 50 making money. So you can say what you want to about him, but when it comes down to being a man of business that know what to do to get it done, to make that dollar bill, 50 got uh, plans and he got things going on. He has uh, these production companies lined up waiting for 50 was next. So let's talk about um, a list of his new shows that uh, he is expanding from the uh, Empire uh, brand. You have the Power Pack where uh, Power was uh, Power which aired uh, on stars for six seasons, captivated audiences with tales of drugs, money, betrayal, and sex. Um, after the suspenseful finale kept off with the cliffhanging conclusion, 50 proved his marketing genius once again by announcing several power spinoffs that would keep and keep his dedicated fans waiting to see what would happen with everyone else. So the first show, which is on, as a matter of fact, right now, because it's Sunday, uh, is the Power Book 2 Ghost. Power Book 2 Ghost is uh, to be set, uh, is a film to be one of the first of Power sequels. Uh, Power Book 2 Ghost will follow the life of Tyreek St. Patrick, who killed his father, uh, James Ghost St. Patrick. Uh, book 2 also stars Mary J. Blige and Method Man, who will play a lawyer named Davis McLean and feature a character uh, Cooper Sachs who managed to lie his way back into a spot of uh, law enforcement. I'm not going to lie. I was completely surprised whenever I turned on and I saw Cooper Sachs back behind the desk uh, and being a lawyer. I thought he was done after all the bullshit he did uh, on the the ending of Power. I'm just saying. Uh, 
This show, of course, is set to um, have 10 episodes. Power Book Ghost uh, airs on Sunday nights, giving you something to watch on Sunday nights. If you don't go out or if you do go out and just get back in early. After that, we're going to have Power Book 3, Raising Cain. The story featured Kanan played by 50 Cent. The third chapter of the Power Saga will showcase the come up of Kanan who taught James St. Patrick and Tommy Egan the tricks of the trade when it came down to what it what to do to get that money. Kane served a 10-year bid after being set up by uh, St. Patrick and his wife, Tasha, uh, in which we saw in the first uh, season of Power. Uh, Kane will reportedly uh, play star as Omar Epps. That's pretty dope. He will, uh, Joey Badass, Patina Miller, uh, London Brown, Malcolm Mays, and Shaney Coswell, uh, as well as Toby Sanderman. After the power, after that, um, after Power Book Two, we have Power Book Three. I mean, after Power Book Three, we have Power Book Four: The Influence, which is a show about uh, street life and dangerous enterprises. It cannot compare to the cutthroat gangsterism and politics. Rashad. Tate played by the ageless wonder. I don't know how this guy still looks the same, but Lorenz Tate is a New York City councilman who wants to climb his way to the top of the New York political scene with his eyes set on being governor of New York. Uh, this particular show will showcase the underside of politics. The fourth installment of Power franchise would give the account of how Tate rose to power and those that he left behind to get there. I was surprised on this particular season to see, well, not really surprised because he, he was conniving even on the ending of the other, uh, the last couple shows of uh, the regular power. But of course he's back even in this particular um, show. Uh, I know last weekend uh, at the funeral, uh, still conniving backstabbing trying to get forward with everything you know so we i look forward to seeing uh the comparison with him and mary and method all on screen together i don't know how many episodes he'll actually be in for this particular show but from what i saw so far it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty good next up we have power book the force the season finale of power tommy egan the best friend turned the enemy of ghosts skates into new york to start a new life in los angeles after the death of Ghost and his friends, uh, his girlfriend, Lakeisha Grant, played by Lala Anthony, I was mad that she got killed. Tommy leaves behind his mother, Tasha, and Tariq. In this particular power book, Force, we find out if Tommy can make it on his own without Ghost to look after him. Uh, I was wondering what was going to ha- happen to Tommy because so far we haven't seen Tommy in any of the first couple of uh, shows. So he probably don't. If he do end up in this particular uh, show, it'll probably come up sometime at the end. Because, as I said before, this is basically featuring, uh, focusing on Tariq. So, that's what that is. Um, other shows that 50 Cent have coming up. Power uh, concluded after six seasons. 50 um, hit the ground running with the latest television project on the ABC for Life. Um... This uh, is based on the real life story of Isaac Wright Jr., a criminal, I'm sorry, a legal drama. This legal drama follows the story of Aaron Wallace, who was wrongfully convicted of a crime that he did not commit. 
after receiving a life in prison sentence, Wallace became uh, an expert in law and defense. Uh, he defended himself and a host of other wrongly convicted uh, inmates who were imprisoned in the uh, justice system. The cast on this show is Nicholas Pennant, Endura, I hope I said your name right, Volman, Joy Bryant, Mary Masterson, Dorian Crossman, Missick, uh, Glenn Fletcher, and Boyce. McGlever, McGiver, uh, and 50 Cent also makes a couple appearances in the show also. Uh, he also has the Black Mafia family, which is a, um, which at the helm of this is produced by Randy uh, Huggins. Uh, it is an inspired true story of two brothers who made it from the Southwest Detroit in the late 80s. Uh, and became one of the most notorious crime, um, crime families in the in their county. Uh, other shows you have um, Trill League, and you have Inception. Uh, so I was like he has a very well-rounded relationship in TV and film. Uh, we are going to be watching every single one of these shows, and uh, sometime being able to give you the update on what's going on with any of those shows. Uh, for more information, you can uh, hit us up on Facebook at The Intro Dallas. You can hit us up on Instagram at SMG Officially or Officially SMG. No, SMG Officially and on Twitter at SMG Officially. You can also email us at I Love This. Uh, go to www.ilovethespotlight.com for more information. You can email us at uh, spotlightmedia.info at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you think about all of these 50 Cent shows. It's your boy Taz. Holla. Hey, y'all, do me a favor. Go to www.ilovethespotlight.com to find out about the Cheryl Underwood radio show uh, Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock Central Standard Time. And Inspirations with Carmina, our gospel show, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Hey, thank you for listening to the Intro Dallas podcast show today. For this particular show, but do me a favor. Don't forget, we have so many more shows that we've done before this one. So if this is your first time listening, go back and check out some more. In the meantime, in between time, subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on whatever platform you are actually listening to this on. Whether it be iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music. I need you guys to subscribe and share. If you're listening on the Anchor app, if you go down to the bottom, there is a support link. You want to support us with your three, four, five dollars a month. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. And you can also check us out on YouTube for the actual video to a lot of these shows uh, that you're listening to. YouTube, our channel is the Intro Dallas. Yeah, that part. Again, thank you guys for listening. Tell somebody about this show, man. I'll let your boy. <laughs>